everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. So what does a turkey, a chalkboard, a deli sandwich without onions have to do with raising kids? Or how about a tweet gone awry over mistaken identity, gender that is? Or could it be the pressure to be perfect when what you really want to do is just be yourself? How does a parent be a parent when being a quote friend would be easier. This is just some of what you'll hear in the latest great read of my next guest, a nationally known speaker, former television host, The Sportsman Channel, senior pastor of Clearview Baptist Church, Tennessee, and author of several books, his latest, In the Thick of It, Raising Sons to be Men of Unyielding Conviction in a Culture of Confusion. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to Testimony, a joy indeed, Pastor Jason Cruz. Pastor Cruz, Jason, if I may, welcome to Testimony. Well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm honored. I, I, I mean that. I never take it lightly when somebody gives up some of their time to talk about something I wrote, so that's a good thing. Well, Jason, it is great to have you. Now, you are well known in the world of men's ministry, your other two books, a Wanted Man, and The Man Minute, and now your latest, In the Thick of It, geared towards dads, but single moms too. So first question, how and why the title, and what prompted you to write it? Yeah, you know, the title came from the fact that you're just not going to write a how-to on raising kids. I mean, who's crazy enough to do that? I mean, you, you, oh, this is how you should do it, you know, but... I told the publisher, I was like, look, I will write a book on In the Thick of It, because that's where Michelle and I are. We are smack in the middle of raising two boys, one's 13, one's 7, we're in our mid-40s, uh, we are doing everything from football practice to trying to get a hot meal on the table to, you know, yelling at them about not picking up their room or something, you know, and we're, we're in the thick of it. And on top of that, though, we are in a world on, on a spiritual level, we're in the thick of it because we we really are, Jensine, we're, we're in a place where even in the 13 years that my son's been on the planet, even when he was born, there was no discussion about his anatomy determining whether he's a male or a female. And here we are, even in his short lifetime, even now that's up for debate. What, what actually makes a boy a boy, because they want to be or because they are? I mean, so it, we're in the thick of it on every level, so that's where it came from. Exactly, and I'm going to address that later in our interview. I have a nephew who loves to hunt, and by the way, you look very similar in appearance, that is. He's great with a gun. He can spot a deer a mile away, but those aptitudes are not necessarily the aptitudes he needs for life in general, to this point, in the thick of it, a very engaging, hopeful read, by the way, you outline the importance of focusing on the strengths 
of your children, but also their weakness. Can you explain? Yeah, I talk in there about it's really important to me. The Lord really changed my life when along the way in my Christian journey, especially through my education, I began to learn the power of knowing who you are, how God made me. And I want my sons to know their personalities, to know their hardwiring, to know that when they pick a career, that they're not just arbitrarily picking something out of the air, that they know where they thrive in life. And so knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses are something that every leader, every great leader knows who he is and who he's not. And and so I want them to learn to play from strength and not so much worry about balance because a balanced leader is a myth. Nobody's balanced. Uh, balance isn't even biblical. I mean, Paul said he gave some to be a prophet, so that's not all. Some to be evangelists, not all. Some mm-hmm. for works of service, not all. And I want my sons to be comfortable with how they're made. Amen. You talk about a subject that is high on my list, and that is honor. Why is honor important, your view, and how have you instilled this in your own children? Yeah, honor is way different than manners. You know, I can I can be polite to you and inside detest who you are. You know, politeness is not honor it it's just being nice i want my sons to honor people so the way the way that honor plays out people ask me this question all the time how old were your son when you started putting biblical values about manhood in front of them and it was about two years old believe it or not you know i I think that anything you do every day is way more important than what you do sometimes and so my boys are about two years old Mm -hmm. uh, when we would go up to a restaurant let's say then I taught them that we're never going to walk through that door in front of mom. Mom goes first because she's the queen of the home. And so I would let them open the door, and they would grunt, and they would push, and they would pull and try to hold the door, and you know, and I'd help them a little bit. And Mom would stand there, and she would let them open the door. you know. And that's honor. Uh, honor is saying things like, yes, ma'am. And probably, probably six months ago, my oldest son, Cole, oh, man, he is such a young man of honor. But a lady walked up to our table, and he reached out his hand to shake her hand, but he didn't stand up. And it dawned on me, I never told him that. I mean, I'm in the thick of it. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm going to miss it sometimes. And so uh, he talked to her, and, and, and she walked away, and I said, hey, uh, hey, buddy, you know, I, I never I never told you this, but you need to make sure you stand up when, when a woman comes to the table. Um, so you did everything, and I'm like, you're not in trouble. You didn't do anything wrong. I didn't tell you, you know, but so... Honor is a big deal because the, the scriptures tell us to honor one another, and I want them to honor women, and I want them to honor people. So when, when my sons were three and four and five years old, literally, um, if you walk up to my seven-year-old right now, if a man walks up, my son Tucker is not going to wait on that man to hold, hold out his hand. Tucker's going to walk up to him, he's going to hold out his hand, he's going to look him in the eye, and he's going to say, I'm Tucker Cruz, nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> he can do that because he was doing that when he was five. You know, you can teach them that because I want them to understand that that honor matters. I love that. I particularly love that in your book. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to author Jason Cruz, his latest must-read, In the Thick of It. Next question. Certainly there is much to navigate in today's overly sensitive culture, Jason, where absolutes are no longer the norm, biblically-based values are out the window, and instead, you have a generation deciding their futures based on their, quote, 
feelings, including what gender they want to be on any given day. So question, how do you sow into your children, as you allude to in your book, in the thick of it, so they do not reap the world's ideology? That's a great question. It comes down to the issue of authority. Who's going to be the authority in your life? You know, I start that book out by talking about divided loyalties, and that's where the problem is, is that too many dads are wanting to be their son's best friend. My dad's goal was never to be my best friend. Now, it's ironic that he uh, he was my best friend, and he is, but that wasn't his goal. His goal was to raise a man, so you have to choose who you're going to serve. Uh, for me, I want my sons to understand authority, that God is the authority in their life, and boy, you're so right about this whole issue of, of feelings. I was telling my wife the other day, we were just talking about something, and, and I said, I just feel like the whole world has gone soft. You know, like, you can't even, if you even speak against something, or, oh, you're just a hater, he's just a hater, he, you know, no, I'm not hating you by telling you the truth. It's the greatest form of love I can show, is to love you enough to tell you, you keep doing that, and that's going to eat you alive. So... I want my sons to learn to value the truth because we've raised a generation. I'll tell you one of the things I've done. You ask how have I done it. One of the things I began showing my son at the earliest age was you're not good at everything. You're, you're not. I'm not good at everything. I think we have set these kids up for colossal failure to, to give them a trophy literally for the lowest common denominator of behavior. In other words, I, I coach my son's sports teams. We are telling kids that for the last 10 years, if you'll just walk onto the field, we'll make you a rock star. And we'll give you a trophy and call you awesome. Uh, I think that is the most grotesque form of, of setting. It, it is deception because they're, they're going to enter the workforce like they are right now. Millennials are entering the workforce, and they've never been told anything other than, you're amazing. Well, when, when they don't get their trophy, they don't know what to do. And you know whose fault that is? It's not theirs. It's our fault. We did it to them. So I want my sons to know that the world is not a world where you're, you're great at everything. And, and they, they have to know that. They, they really do. Or they, or they won't survive. Amen and amen. If you had just one piece of advice to offer new parents, those that feel they have failed at parenting, or those considering the gift of parenting, what advice would that be and why? Thank your kids daily, whether they need it or not. Um, <laughs> that's not what I, <laughs> I, that, I, I would. Um, no, I would say uh, choose to raise your, your children according to the Word of God, no matter what it costs you, no matter what it costs you. Uh, that resolve. Resolve, and when the Scriptures say to discipline your kids, discipline your kids. When the Scriptures say to promote honor in your home, promote honor in your home. Raise your, because the Word of God never changes. And I'll leave your listeners with this. And this is something I've said a million times from the stage. I've said it in TV. I've said it all over the place. The day that I die, and I don't mean this is not a brutal thing. I, I literally just mean it as, as genuinely as I know how to say it. On the day that I die, I'm not going to stand before Oprah. I'm not going to stand before Jimmy Fallon or Matt Lauer, or Donald Trump, or George Bush, or the Secretary of State. I'm not going to stand before any person, any pastor. I'm going to stand before a holy God. And that's the one that I need to fear what he thinks of what I'm doing. And, and stay right there and let everything else take care, it'll take care of itself. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to nationally known speaker, former television host, The Sportsman Channel, senior pastor of Clearview Baptist Church, Tennessee, and author of several books, his latest, In the Thick of It, Raising Sons to be Men of Unyielding Conviction in a Culture of Confusion, Jason Cruz. You can learn more about Jason's work, ministry, and mission by visiting jasoncruz.com and get his book, In the Thick of It. You will be blessed you did, and more importantly, so will your family by the imprint this wonderful book inspires. Jason, it has been an absolute joy having you share just a little of your story, your love of family, the practical and insightful lessons you've garnered in raising your own family, specifically your two sons, Tucker and Cole, and the ongoing challenge, passion and purpose to instill in them at an early age the value of Christ-centered disciplines and practical ways to bring that to fruition. In the thick of it is a great and needed read, my view, to help parents and single moms to do just that and wonderfully. So we thank you. God bless you. Happy hunting. And for all our listeners out there, happy parenting too. Well, thank you so much for letting me be on your your show. It it really does mean a lot to me, and I would say to every parent out there, press on, stay in the fight. The payoff is worth it. It really is. Thank you for having me. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Gensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.